Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratched, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. Once airborne, we'll let you know when you may use approved electronic devices, but note that some items may not be used. Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the Prez and VP. I'm the host, Ricky Rifty, the Prez Logan. I've got my co-host, Ricky at Dog VP Etridge. Uh, welcome, mate. Welcome to the show. And what's going on, Ethel? Uh, not much, not much, mate. Uh, just enjoying a bit of basketball's back, mate. NBA's back, a bit of sport. Yeah, finally, mate. Finally, you got some more sport back on. And I was wondering mate, why when we jumped on, you had the Lakers beanie on. I was like, that's oh, unusual. Normally, he's rocking the Cobra beanie. And then as I've uh, chucked on KO, I'm just like, oh, that's right. Lakers are playing today. That's why he's got the Lakers beanie on. Yeah, mate. It's It's been a long few months just waiting, you know. When we were, what, set to almost play playoffs and then the season's put on hold, it's, it's been a long wait. But you know, as much mate, as we love our footy, you, we do love sports all around the world. How do you think I feel, mate? I've, got, I've still got to wait. Bulls aren't playing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because they're shit. But, I know, you know that's why they're shit. But I'm just saying, <laughs> anything I feel, I need to wait even longer. But, you know, that's, that's what happens when you go for the Bulls. Uh, we had a good period in the 90s, mate. Been yeah. done fuck all since then, though, but we had a good period in the 90s. <laughs> That's it. So, anyway, yeah. mate, footy. Where are we off to today, mate? Hey, we're going back to old Canada. Uh, we're heading to a different part this time. We're heading to Montreal. Uh, the Demons. Yeah, we're going to chat with Chris and Greg from the Montreal Demons. Uh, a bit, so it was a good one. Hell, uh, how long ago was this one record? I don't remember doing this chat. It was a while ago. Yeah. I, remember, like, I remember doing it, but I do not remember anything about the only thing i remember about this chat was they had some bloody good backgrounds they they got themselves set up to try and you know rival you and me as the background states and done a pretty good job yeah that the flags and the jumpers and everything so yeah um it was a while ago and i'm pretty that's sure it. This... that's not that's not to say it wasn't a good chat that's just how long ago it was and how many we've done since this one was recorded and i reckon it was about one of one of five or six that we did that weekend so no, I feel like that was a week and we done about eight actually. I feel like that was a week and we done Friday, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Hardest yeah. workers in the podcasting business, oh, I'd say. We're, Damn straight. We're, we wouldn't need to work this hard as our full time job. <laughs> nah. Well, I haven't worked this hard in bloody seven years. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to say I work harder at this than my normal job because hope they might listen to this and you know, start questioning me. Yeah. Or you do like to listen to to your podcast while you're doing your normal job, so okay. you know. And that's enjoy. where I'll listen to this one. Because yeah. I've been off for three weeks. Um I was hassling you for a while about making sure the audio gets uploaded straight away so I can listen to it at work. And if you finally start doing that, I haven't listened to any in about three weeks I've been off work. <laughs> yeah, mate. Um 
That's keep right. it up so that way next been, week when I get into it, yeah. You've, you've, been, you've been watching them live though. That's the main thing. Yeah, watch them live, watch them replay, share them, listen to them on Spotify, iTunes and Podbean. I just listen to all of it. It's all I listen to, mate, the Coppercast. Yeah, nice. That's all you need. And uh, yeah, let's get into this one. We're going to chat to Chris and Greg from the Montreal Demons and uh, we'll catch on the next one. All right, today we're joined by Chris and Greg from the Montreal Demons all the way over in Canada. Um, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us, guys. G'day. Yeah, thanks. Nah, uh, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you joining us on your Friday night to chat about uh, Aussie rules over there. And my first question, I'll, I'll ask Greg first here and then I'll get to Chris, but uh, how did you come across Aussie Rules in Montreal, Greg? Well, uh, I had heard of it uh, when I was in Australia on a on a trip and uh, kind of watched a bit of it there. I went to see the Lions play live and kind of really got into it. Then I, I never thought to Google it in Montreal. I just didn't think that it would even... <laughs> be a thing here uh but i was a frequent i did frequent the sponsor pub that used to sponsor uh afl quebec so i just i was there one night ran to a, a table of guys and they told me about it so the next season i i decided to go out and try it oh awesome uh it's uh, good to hear that you found it over there but uh how about you chris uh how did you come across aussie rules while you were over there uh, almost like Greg, actually. Uh, I'd been living here for about a year and uh, I was just kind of looking for something to do. Uh, I was a bit bored with the gym and wanted to play a sport. Um, I played a bit of basketball, a bit of netball, but uh, I, it wasn't really as, as fun as I kind of found it in Australia. So I just kind of Googled and found it and thought, well, why not? Um, I'd never played it back home. So I thought, okay, well, you know, let's give it a go. No, it's uh, awesome, and it's it's been quite a common answer with Aussies uh, overseas that they didn't actually play Aussie rules back home, but they've then uh, found Aussie rules overseas, and uh, it's sort of been a way that they've been able to surround themselves with a little bit of Aussie culture while overseas, and uh, it's good to hear that the Canadians are embracing it, and uh, from what I see, Canadian it's quite a popular sport all around Canada. Canada with uh, many teams around. Um, but when and how were the Montreal Demons founded? Well, the Montreal Demons were founded back in 2012. Uh, I, I joined in 2013, just afterwards. But uh, at that point, it was uh, the league was AFL Quebec was growing uh, from maybe a two or three team league to four teams. Uh, and at that time, it was uh, co-ed, so guys and girls were playing. Uh, there were good times that was really taken off at that point. And, uh, you know, so I came in at that point and it was uh, great. In uh, 2014, the Women's League started. So it just became the guys playing with the guys and girls and girls. And then that was great again for the girls. They were really being able to develop uh, their league, Women's League here and, uh, and be a competitive force uh, when we play tournaments. Yeah, so how did you uh, go in the first season? Well, uh, first few seasons, uh, we finished down the bottom. We were, uh, you know, kind of, you know, just scraping by. 
you know, but the, the way the league's set up, it's, you know, anyone could win it on the day. It just depends on really who rocks up. You know, uh, you get all your players who've had a big night the night before and rock up hungover. You know, you, you won't expect big things. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so we, we probably were a bit unlucky the first few years, but then probably the last uh, five years, I think, Greg, uh, five years we've made the grand final. We've been uh, up the top. We've uh, had probably a good uh, good luck with keeping a lot of our players in Montreal and you know and winning, I guess. So yeah, so it's been great for us since. No, it's yeah, good. I was lucky. Sorry, no, no go ahead. You're up. Oh, I just say I was lucky enough to ride in, in the, for the 2016 season, which is the first time we were premiers. So I can't say it's because of me. I just timed <laughs> that really well. <laughs> I'd be, sitting, I'd be sitting there going, saying it's because of me, that was me. I'd be sitting there going, oh, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, me. <laughs> yeah. so we, uh, we have a bloke over here that nicknamed himself The Difference because he'd like to say he made the difference. So th- that might be a, a nickname you have to give Greg there. He's the difference <laughs> between uh, you guys making and winning a premiership there. I think it's always a little suspicious when you give yourself a nickname, though. I agree, but there's many blokes over here that like to do that. So. When we get off this chat, Rifty, before we go on to the next one, I want you to stop this, compress it, edit it, take that out and put it into our players page. Just that one snippet. Just to really <laughs> show them blokes that. It's, um, yeah, you're 100% correct. But um, so how hard do you guys find it to get players and how do you guys go about your recruiting? Mm. Well, I think uh, getting players is one thing, uh, retaining them is another. Uh, you know, a lot of the Australians that we have who come into our league, they usually, their lives rotate around a visa, which goes for one or two years. So once that visa goes, either they go back home or they marry a Canadian. It's usually one or the other. So, you know, generally we get, we get, we get a mixed bag. A lot of them are staying. Uh, but then uh, we're getting a lot of Canadians and uh, typically all throughout our history, I find that uh, really word of mouth and, you know, telling your friends about it, bringing them along, that's pretty much been our best uh, source of recruitment. You know, we do advertising and this and that social media, but I think word of mouth, uh, probably above all, is the winner for that. Yeah, absolutely. We know how hard it is just to get players in Australia to get, get down, let alone, you know, across in Canada. Um, so your, your actual logo is so the Demons, but your logo is actually a little bit different to most Demon clubs you see around the world. What's the basis of your logo and like how did that come about? Oh, well, maybe I'll just sort of show. You can have a look here. <laughs> you can see clearly. I'll just yep. put these out of the way. <laughs> so you've got the, I guess you've got the traditional uh, Melbourne Demons here. Um, and we've kind of integrated, uh, the idea was integrating the shape of uh, the Olympic Stadium Tower that we have. It's uh, you know, one of the architectural icons here. So you kind of see the building. You might be able to see the resemblance. I don't know. A few of us decided it was a great idea at the time and uh, we're sick and by. I know what you think, Greg. Oh, I was just going to give a shout out to Mariette, who actually designed it. She's a... Uh a player in our women's league and she's also a graphic artist who donates a lot of her time. So we really appreciated that. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't actually realize it had that other little, um, the tower, what was it called? Sorry. You know, I yeah, just the Olympic was, stadium. Yeah, Olympic stadium. I just honestly thought it was just a smart way of turning the pitchfork upside down and making it an M for Montreal. That too. <laughs> but to hear there's actually, but to hear, but to hear there's actually a, uh, another layer to it, I quite like that. 
Well, I'm a, Rifty knows I'm a big fan of uh, nice logos and jumpers that are a bit different. So, yeah, quite like it. Yeah, it's one of the things oh, that we're, we're finding with uh, some of the American clubs especially is they have, you know, a unique logo and they take a bit of pride and it's always great when you've got someone who's a, you know, graphic designer by trade and able to, to help you out with that. So it's uh, yeah, it looks great. Um, not just your standard demons, which is quite boring to be honest. So it's good. <laughs> um, but whereabouts do you guys get to train and play your games? Oh, well, we generally play and train, uh, one of the colleges uh, not far from downtown. Uh, it's actually, we don't have an actual AFL ground in Montreal. Uh, we play on a, an American football field, which we kind of adapt, you know, the square shape we play. It's, you know, like basically a 10 on 10 format game. Um, you know, so it's pretty much what we have at the moment. Uh, but some of the guys, they play in Ottawa regularly and they, they have a full size ground. So the guys who like hating a side, they go down, they go down there to play. Yeah, it's been, yeah, that's uh, only a couple of hours drive away, so it's not hard. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's good that uh, there's a couple full-size grounds over in Canada, and uh, you're one of the very few places around the world that, besides Australia, that actually has uh, a full ground, full-size ground within the area. Uh, a lot of places, uh, if they're lucky, they've got two soccer pitches next to each other where they can sort of make an oval. So um, to actually have an oval... Not too far away, so pretty good. And you also play in the AFL Quebec League. And like you mentioned, you are the reigning premiers. Um, how many clubs play in that league? And, and who are the other clubs that compete and try and knock you guys off the top? Well, at the moment, we have, uh, we're one of the four teams in our Metro League. Uh, the West Island Wooders, the Old Montreal Dockers, and the Montreal City Blues. So it's kind of like Manchester. You've got the city and the United. So we're the, we're the other Montreal team. And then in the women's, we've got three teams. We've got the, we've got the Montreal City Bluebells. Uh, we've got the NDG Giants and the Plateau Eagles. So three teams in there for now. So how many games do you guys play throughout your season? And how does your final system work? Greg, I so want to let you have an answer there, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> sure uh we play like a nine or ten round uh depending on uh how many teams we've got that season and uh then it's uh, uh i forget what the actual there's a there's a official term for the finals what is it it's uh well it's a, it's a three round final system essentially it's a top four so, system and uh there are four teams so basically yeah. we all get to play finals well the yeah. first round at least <laughs> And, uh, you know, that's, that's where, you know, anyone can win. You can finish bottom, you know, all year and you just rock up on the, the first week of finals and, you know, belt, belt the other teams over, which is uh, what we did a few times. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was at least one season we came in. We are at the bottom of the ladder and we still <laughs> pulled out a premiership somehow. Speaking of our premiership, I don't know if you've got one just floating around, but you know, what do the medals look like to win, if you win one? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, uh, these little oh, things here. Luck. Oh, jeez, look at that, eh? So, <laughs> might just show off, we've got the AFL Quebec logo. You can see that there. Yeah, you know, I guess your standard metal. Round shape, you know, goldish colour. So, yeah, they're pretty good. They make a nice decorations to hang in the house. 
So I like got, how big they are. I, I really like how just how big they are. <laughs> and, uh, you but got, also, be I got a very small head too. Eh? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, they're cool. Yeah. You got you got three of them there. So what years are they? Uh, 2016, 2017, and uh, 2019. Oh, so awesome. the other two Dude. years we uh, we were a bit unlucky. The 2015 we lost in overtime. Uh, Probably, probably that was probably a, not a not a great game for us, and uh, we lost a couple of years ago. But you know, it was really to share the premiership around the other uh, metrics. <laughs> uh, I felt pretty sorry for the old Montreal Dockers. I mean, the Dockers franchise period doesn't win too often, so it was good to give the Dockers something. <laughs> uh, Riffy again, could you cut that out and put it on our players page for a couple of blogs? <laughs> um, before we move on to the next one, Riff. So, Greg, I've just been sort of scrolling through your Facebook, um, the club Facebook page, and you actually played for the Quebec Saints in the Canadian, the Canada, the Canada National Championships. Um, we actually, yeah. we spoke to a couple of Canadian clubs, but it's the first time it's actually sort of been brought to our attention. What is, like, how does that tournament work? We've heard a lot about the USAFL tournament nationals. So how does the uh, Canadian nationals work? The Canadian well, it happens nationals? every... Sorry? Oh, ready to go for it. Oh, it happens every three years, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe, and uh, it tends to move around the country, and yeah, it's basically a chance for uh, the provinces to uh, to get together and play against each other. So, I mean, for us, we, um, whenever we play against another city or country, uh, basically, we, we put all the men's teams together as the Saints and uh, all the women's teams together as the Montreal Angels. Uh, so... Yeah, it was uh in the last time it happened was twenty eighteen. That's yeah, that's what I've or, pictured I'm looking at. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was in the Toronto area on <laughs> a day of record breaking or two days of record breaking humidity. So uh that was fun. A couple of people got heat stroke, but the rest of us had a good time. So what's uh sort of uh it's a bit harder for some of the smaller provinces, you know, like especially the ones east of here to they just don't have the same population base to get a, a team together but yeah it's a fun time so is uh the saints also the team that then represents canada in an international cup or is that another team is... go ahead you I'll go for it, yeah. Go so, yeah so okay so you've got our four metro teams who play in afl quebec but when afl quebec takes on uh, another city or competes in uh, Canadian Nationals or USAFL Nationals. Uh, the guys go under Quebec Saints, so it's a really a mixture of all the teams. And the girls uh, play as the Montreal Angels. Yeah. And then the national yeah, teams but that's not, from Northern... That's, national teams in Northern... That doesn't North. really answer the IC question. Also, oh, that... the IC? Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, we're talking Northern Lights. Yes, I got it right. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Good, good just, research, Rift. Good research. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're, you're checking, uh, you know, online. Yeah. We, we, we're just talking uh, nonsense. Oh, no, that was actually, that was literally top of my head. I'm like, I know I've seen Northern Lights somewhere and the women are called something else. The <laughs> women know. are the Northern Lights, yeah. Oh, so the men are, who are the men then? Men's, oh, they're the same. They're named the same. The, the North Wind... Uh, possibly. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, the national teams are actually made up of people from all over the country, yeah. and uh, you have to actually qualify for that. And 
Yeah. Um, well, anyone, anyone can be a saint. Not anyone can be a North Wind. So, so they haven't, they haven't heard over in the North, North Lights or North Wind uh, that Greg's a difference yet. So they, uh, <laughs> they need to get him in the team. They're not inviting him to try out because they're just like, oh, we just assume he's going to just show up on game day and strap the boots on and win his games. <laughs> but you, you mentioned about the US Nationals. Do you guys participate in that as well? Yeah, we do. Uh, well, the last, uh, I think, six or seven years, uh, yeah, we've sent teams down. Uh, usually it's in a different city in the US. It might be down in Florida, California, Texas, or Ohio. It uh, really, you know, it's different every year, which is great. So it's like an end of year team trip for us at the same time. Um, yeah, and uh, last few years, uh, we've been, the guys have been playing Division One. haven't quite got there yet, uh, but we have won Division Two twice. And the girls have won uh, Division Two uh, once, I think, uh, 2018. So we've had, we've had a bit of success down there, which, uh, you know, these days there's not as many teams from Canada going down there to compete. So, you know, we're really carrying the Canadian flag down there. And I think we're, say, Greg, we're doing it proud. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Alberta has sent teams in British Columbia, but that, that's about it. Yeah, nice. All right. Well... It's time to ask about our favourite part, the social side of the club. And one of the most important social dates on the calendar would have to be the AFL Grand Final Day. Um, what do you guys do for AFL Grand Final and your other social events for the team? You want to answer, Greg? Well, uh, we always mark the Grand Final, of course. It usually starts kind of about midnight our time so it's kind of like a fun night out in a bar we try to have raffle off australian prizes and like uh we have a, a, couple, a dj in the league to play some australian tracks for us so that, that's always a good time so get a um, bit, of, bit of horses going yeah 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 um and gee well what else we, of course we have our own uh our own grand final celebration. We have our own awards night every year. We, we love karaoke. Uh, what else am I forgetting, Chris? It's Australia yeah, Day, well, that's always something we celebrate. Yeah, Australia Day is a big one here too. Um, we, uh, you know, we have, we're always having a lot of social events, I guess. You know, we've, always, we've got a poker league that runs every week. Uh, we run, oh, yeah. just run the, the, the Gaelic football group. They both uh, play together. And, and right now it's, it's great, you know, being online, it's an activity for a lot of the guys to do and there's not much else you can do. Um, yeah, we have a lot, of, we're, at the moment we're having a fitness challenge as well that's online. So um, basically guys representing their club from here and all over Canada and the US, uh, getting points for fitness uh, challenges, so to speak, just to keep, you know, people going, I guess. Is that that uh, digital footy challenge? Is that part of that? Yes, exactly. So how are you yeah. got, how are you guys going in that? We've we've spoke to a few clubs involved in that one. So how are you guys travelling? Yeah, the Montreal Demons. Uh, I don't think uh, we're we're sitting this one out. We're we're watching from the sidelines. <laughs> but uh, uh, from what I see, yeah, it's been good for some of the guys. You know, great to get in some fitness and you know making the most of social media. So you know, it's a great way to connect. Yeah, it's but I I believe it was. Uh... It was Toulouse that won it in the end, and yes, they Toulouse. might have had, they might have had Clement, who is a former Montreal Demon. So we were there in spirit. 
Yeah, we That's spoke right. to those boys uh, a little while back, and um, when we posted up their video, the Calgary Kangaroos were trying to trying to give them a little trash talk to <laughs> psych them out, but uh, they, they uh, yeah they come out on top as I, I saw the other day, and, and it's great that um, we're finding that all these clubs around the world are connected in some way, and you know you have you just mentioned a player that used to play for you guys is now playing over there, which um, we find it, it's amazing that the broader international community playing football are sort of more tight knit than what our competitions and stuff are here in Victoria. And um, you guys would know, you know, more goings in, on with other clubs around the world, which I was at, find that fantastic. And um, mate, we're looking forward to trying to get over to some of these places at some point and have a kick. That's for sure. But uh, what what positions do you guys play when you are taking the field and, and being the difference out there? Well, right. I've been uh, I spent my first couple of seasons mostly in the forward pocket, and then sort of sort of kind of graduate more to the back pocket after that. Although last season we <laughs> we, uh, we we picked up a lot of really promising rookies last season but they, they weren't quite sure what to do so I was going out in the midfield at the beginning of the season which is which was quite a switch uh I'm not sure how well it worked out in the end but it, it was fun to try anyway uh that's right bit of everywhere it's good to get experience all over the ground and you I'm not too sure I like the fact that you mentioned you went from the four to back because Ed Dog here likes to remind everyone that uh, Backman have just failed forwards. No, all right. You can just rephrase that, mate. <laughs> You're liking to remind everybody that I like to remind everybody. Yeah, but you... For the last, like, six times it's been brought up, you're the one that's mentioned it. Because <laughs> you're... here in silence. I see the the smirk on your face when you hear a guy that says, I played in the forward line and then had to, went down back. You're just like, yep, another one that couldn't handle it up forward. <laughs> you know? Because I... Um, I I like to call myself a utility. I play a bit down forward, a bit down back, wherever it's needed. So I know what it's like to, to move around the ground. This guy has just been permanently cemented in the forward line. He doesn't know how hard it is for us backing down there. And, he, <laughs> you know, he wants it all delivered to him perfectly. And, you know, typical forward. But uh, what about you, Chris? What, what posit do you play? Well, uh Thankfully, I can say I don't play in the back. Uh, generally down forward, forward pocket uh, is my preference. Uh, really, just because I'm a small guy, it's uh, I like to you know support the big guys, you know, get uh, front and center and that sort of thing. But uh, occasionally, I do love to, you know like to play the utility player role. Uh, you know, tag a player, um, you know, go out on the wing or in the midfield. Uh, again, it depends on uh, how fit I'm feeling and uh, my opponents. You know, some of our guys are super young and fit. 18, 21 years old, and uh, we're very much not that at the moment. So, um, you know, <laughs> depends. Uh, we, we like to play all over. He's speaking your language, Rifty, playing all over the shop, isn't he? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so you want to go again about how hard that is? or? You <laughs> mentioned he's a smaller man. I am a smaller man. I'm not, you know, I'm, like I said, five, probably 5'5 five, five on a good day if I've got a good pair of shoes on. <laughs> uh, you've, you've grown two inches, mate, since last time we spoke. <laughs> <laughs> I've got better shoes on today. Stop <laughs> where you miss high heels, mate. <laughs> um, all right, so what number do you guys wear? Where? 
number two. two. I, I, I'm 17. I chose it just because it's my birthday. It doesn't really have any other meaning. <laughs> What's the reason behind number two for you, Chris? Is there a num- reason oh. or just the number that you grabbed out the kit the first time? Yeah, honestly, I was just trying to like have a lucky number. I was playing with number three or four for a while and yeah, I didn't kick too many goals that year. So one year I just picked up the two and had a much better season. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to stick with that. And yeah, that's it. I like it. Uh, yeah, you've, I'm, I'm number 42, Rifty wears 27. So you've got one of the numbers of our, us in there. So yeah, we're always happy with that. Um, so who do you guys follow in the AFL? Well, uh, I am a guy from Perth, so definitely I've got to say proud West Coast Eagles fan. Uh, yeah, I know you guys are Victorian, so I'm not going, I won't say much more than that. Uh, now it makes sense why, the, why that Fremantle dig was there. It's uh, definitely <laughs> fits in. Yeah. I, I didn't really have an allegiance until I was drafted to the Montreal Demons, so then I thought, ah, Melbourne's as good a team as any. So uh, I'm a bit of a lazy fan, though. I, uh, I'll really get into it. It's like a social thing for me. I'll really get into it if I'm watching with somebody else, but I always forget to like tune in if I'm by myself or pay attention much to what's going on. No, that's right. You can be forgiven to forget to watch Melbourne games. They're not that exciting <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> I'm actually going what team do you guys follow? Sorry. Uh, well, I'm go, a, on. go on. Go on. Uh, move your head. Move your head. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. <there. laughs> you see his two Essendon jumpers in the background there. You have to... Oh. Oh, okay. Yes, and I'm a, a Carlton man, unfortunately. So it's um, it's been a long, tough time for me. But um, I'm a uh, I'm footy mad, so I watch all footy. And as much as you know, you sort of say, yeah, you're you're a West Coast supporter. That it, uh, you know, you don't want to mention too much till Victorian. But mate, the year they won the grand final, I couldn't be more excited with uh, them taking down Collingwood. It was a oh, that was amazing. Amazing great oh. final to watch, and uh, especially coming from behind when you know, we like to watch a grand final every year together. And when there's all these Collingwood supporters thinking they had it in the bag, and it was just going to be party time, and West Coast destroyed all their hopes and dreams, just like the Brisbane Lions used to do back in the day. It was uh, fantastic mm-hmm. for us. But uh, yeah, big how was that um, living over there? For the team that you support playing in the grand final. Was that a bit, uh, bit, bit of sweet, the fact you weren't over in Perth for it, or was it just as exciting because your team won the grand final? Oh, I think uh, unless you actually have the MCG watching the game, you know, it doesn't matter where you are as long as you know, you're, you've got the TV on and you're with, you know, if you're with friends you know, barracking for the same team, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's the only recipe you need to have a, have a good night. And yeah, there was sure there was like, you know, it's probably about a dozen of us uh, in the bar that night going for the Eagles. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a great time. Awesome. And what about your favourite player? Who's been your favourite player of all time? Oh, um, I'm not really a player, man, but uh, probably, you know, when he's hot, uh, I love watching uh, Nick Nat Nui. Uh, you know, he's probably had a bit of bad luck with injury, but when he's hot, he's hot. I love watching him. Yeah, I, we actually spoke to somebody last night and they were a West Coast supporter and I said, Nick, that was one of the guys I brought up that when he's up and about and not injured, he is one of the most exciting players to watch play the game. He's uh, unbelievable. Um, but what about you, Greg? Have you got a favourite favorite player? 
Not really, no. <laughs> Just kind of watch the game and enjoy it. What about in our league, Greg? What's that? What about in our league? There must be uh, one of our guys who you'd probably oh. think is pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a, that's a good question, actually. I had thought of that. But, uh, <coughs> Chris? You put me on the spot. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> he, was, he was angling for it. <laughs> Chris, oh, that guy. Chris, I think that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Chris. Oh, well, it's it is now. It's yeah, actually, to... it's a very diplomatic answer because we've got like five Chris's in the league. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So it's uh, we have we have uh, about ten mats at our club. So uh, that's the common name for us. But uh, all right, it's time to throw some of your teammates under the bus, as we like to call it. Yes. Um, so let's go, Doug. What's the first one we got? All right. So who at the uh, so we'll go Greg and Chris. Just alternate through at the questions. Um, who would you say is the class clown of the club? Oh, I don't even need to think about that one. <laughs> he's uh, he's moved back to Wales, so he's no longer uh, in Montreal. But definitely rich. He was always willing to make a spectacle of himself. Always the first one to grab the karaoke. Microphone, always the first one out of his pants at the bar. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <right. laughs> He's not exaggerating either. Uh, no. I, I just love how casual it was. It was just, yeah, yeah karaoke, first out of his pants at the bars, just like it was nothing. It's, it's gold. It's, he's desensitized to it because it's happened so often. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, Chris? You got someone else or the same, same person? Yeah, can't go, can't go past Richie. Uh, yeah, he's quite a character. Um, probably is famous for wearing his uh, Welsh Speedos. He was very proud of his country. He was always <laughs> very keen to show them off too on occasion, even when there was no water around. <laughs> I, I feel like he's also could be the answer to the next one. Who's the party animal? Well, you know, he's uh, pretty good. Oh, are we gonna, uh, I, I would... Yeah, there are a few contenders here, but I'd like to point out that Chris actually had a party animal award named after him, the Quailer Cup. So I think he definitely deserves to have his hat in the ring there. Yeah, well, we had an award for, you know, the, like a social award, I guess, you know, it was named after these two guys from uh, Country Victoria that were absolutely off the wall nuts. Uh, so basically, we uh, give the award away each year. We rename it. So if you, you know, I won it one year, it was the Chris Cup, and the next year I gave it to someone else, and so forth. You know, uh, I like to think it's not just for partying animal. I like to think it's you know just being around you know social events and you know, having a presence. But uh, yeah, I think some people uh, thought I won that fair enough for uh, for going out and certain antics, uh, which I don't need to remember right now. But uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of guys, you know, out there who, you know, everyone loves to have a good time. Uh, you know, whenever there's a party, uh, everyone's in that 110%. So, uh, you know, I think any one of us could be a party animal. That sounds sounds fantastic. Oh, we've got to get that award going at our, our presentation, not our reckon. Uh, oh, there'd be more uproar of that than the rest and first. Oh, be, <laughs> yes, it'd be... There'd be a fair few guys putting their hand up for it. And if we made it mentioned that there is an award for it, there'd be guys that will really start giving it a good nudge and making sure they yeah. put their, their best foot forward. Maybe we could name it in honour of the, the Montreal Demons and we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll call it the Montreal oh, Demons like that. Award. So 
that might be something to, to take to the committee. Um, we must have it. Committee mate, it's a dictatorship here. Yeah. <laughs> Past. All right. <laughs> I'm sure it's a benevolent one, though. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> but who who's the person that takes the the game far too seriously? Oh, there are a couple of contenders for that one too. But mm. I think I'm yeah, pick just one. I'm gonna pick Kyle, who is a great guy and has a. He has a, also has a good sense of humor, but he's one of the most competitive people I've ever met in my life. And he would he'd probably make crossing the street into a competition if he could. <laughs> Anyone else you want to add, Chris? Or is that... Oh, yeah, there's a few names that come to mind. I'd probably say on the Montreal Demons, uh, the other Chris, Chris Shee, he's, uh, he takes it up a notch in the finals, you know, sits on the sidelines most of the year trying to rest up his... Uh, Achilles, you know, he's nursing that injury, but uh, come finals, he's, he's full bolt on there. Uh, knocks people over. Uh, knocks two guys over in one tackle. He's a massive guy. Um, and I'd also put uh, Phil Manassa. He's a guy who plays for the West Island Wooders. Uh, when he's got his game face on, my God, you, there's no other game face like it. Um, you know, like against us, Spreg, I don't know if you remember, uh, the Wooders were down a couple of points against us and he was nursing a broken foot and then just subbed himself on in the last few minutes. He's like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix this myself. I do remember, and, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of time in that off-season for that foot to heal, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So you just strap it up and kept going or didn't even worry the strapping, just wheeled himself. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, something like that. I just remember like seeing him thinking, oh, what's he doing? Yeah, I thought he was, uh, you know, his foot was massively swollen. And uh, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess there's a few characters like that around. Uh, sounds, sounds good. But uh, all right, who's, who's the one guy that you wouldn't want to have to room with on a, a trip away? <laughs> it's always a dangerous question to answer. Uh <laughs> I think I'm going to pick Justin, and I'd li I hope I can explain why so he isn't offended. But <laughs> it's it's mostly just because he's a he's a giant of a man, and I can't imagine like if we had to share a, even a queen size bed, there'd just be no room left over for me. So <laughs> yeah, I'd be better off with someone small like Chris who could just push them to the side. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I would probably dare say myself. I mean, I've shared with many people and they've all been really easygoing, good to get along with. But, uh, you know, I get the feeling, you know, people the next morning say, Chris, you know, what was with you last night? You were coming in and out. You know, I, was, I, I locked myself out of the room during the night, um, you know, but somehow I keep getting invited back. So I guess no one's holding any resentment. But, uh, yeah, but uh, good on them for being tolerant. <laughs> You talk about not wanting to mention names to offend anybody. Oh, Rift, who would you not want to room with? This guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> it, you won't Do be offended. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. We, uh, we had a footy trip away. We went can on a cruise. Can you please press stop recording this? I thank you, sir. No, no, it's all right. I'll, I'll edit it out for our pleasure. Um, so we went on a trip. We flew up to Sydney and then we got on a cruise ship from Sydney back to Melbourne. So it's two nights on a ship. Um, great time. Fantastic. If you ever, you know, thinking about a little trip, going on a little cruise, but 
there's uh we're in rooms of four so we're in bunk beds or you know four of us to every room and when we got our rooms i thought oh, i had a pretty decent crew in my room wasn't you know wasn't too many loud you know loud char- characters and stuff that it was still a good room all right just yeah but so the first night we the boys gave it a fair nudge and i don't drink uh, so i'm i'm the sober one like the old man looking after the kids i had to make sure everyone got back to the room and the middle of the night, I hear some banging and clanging and it going was, on. But, mate, it wasn't middle of the night. It was early hours of the morning, like 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Our night. We'd only just got to bed. And uh, so I hear some banging and I turn on my light and I see uh, Et Dog's uh, shiny bald head just glistening in the light. And he's stuck in a corner. And then all I hear the sound of uh, a man urinating. And he was nowhere near the toilet. And he just so happened to be where all my clothes was, my bag. Oh. Uh, so I start freaking out thinking he's, he's getting all my clothes. And uh, I said, mate, mate, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm trying to wake him up. He goes, no, no, it's all good. I go, no, my, my clothes are there. He goes, oh, that's all right. I'm missing him. So he didn't actually, he didn't piss on my clothes. So that was lucky. But he did, he did he take out my up. shoes. He did take out my shoes, unfortunately. So... I had to borrow some shoes because we yeah, had fine dining that night. Then so. who took your shoes home? Who washed them? Gave them back to you, yeah, clean? Yeah, up? you gave yeah. them back to me, nice and clean. But yeah, so hopefully Chris I, hasn't I think... uh, urinated on anyone's shoes. Oh, in his antics. <laughs> hey, Doug, We're not on a footy trip, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, we went on a Bucks weekend the start of this year, and um, was it? I think. The next morning, I think, was it you woke up with fatness, like pretending to piss on your shoes? Yeah, yeah. So it's a running joke now <laughs> that they're going to take out my shoes. I made sure this Bucks weekend that I took extra pair of shoes. And so the, the first night he comes running in and goes, where's, I need a piss. Where's Rick's shoes? <laughs> and so the second night I just slept in my shoes. So they, they couldn't take a hit. Yeah, I rocked up. I rocked up to the Bucks weekend. I think he was out doing something. So I'm like, oh, where's Rifty? He's like, oh, he's gone. I'm like, all right, give me a second. He's got a bike to come with me. Just stood there, like pants down, like I was pissing his shoes, took a Snapchat and sent it to him. I'm like, so when are you getting back, mate? <laughs> he fucking started freaking out. <laughs> but anyway. So he's never going to live that one down. I'm going to make sure of it. But uh... <laughs> all right, what's the next one? Oh, you put me off, mate. You sidetracked me. Who's got the best nickname at the club? Ah. I don't think I'm going to go with uh, Tony. He's our current president. And uh, one of his nicknames is Grandma. Just uh, <laughs> because of uh, a Mad Monday outfit he had one year that involved like a wig and a wheelchair. And uh, it, just, it just kind of stuck after that. It, it doesn't strike fear into the hearts of our opponents, but it's always good for a laugh. Grandma, that's a good one. Anyone else? Uh, Chris? Uh, one that comes to mind, I particularly love uh, there's a guy relatively new in our league. Uh, uh, his name's Jack and just has, you know, long curly hair. And uh, I don't know who gave it to him, but uh, everyone's calling him Marge Simpson. So I think that's, that's a good one. Uh, I appreciate that so much. <laughs> so when you said long curly hair, I was thinking I went with... Sideshow Bob, I thought that's where it was going. Marge, that's, Marge is even better. 
You know, he's different. got the color for it too. I might, yeah, I might keep that in the pocket for uh, one day. <laughs> All right. So, uh, which two players at the club has the, have the biggest bromance? Mm. It's always a tough one too, but um, I'm going to have to go with Morgan and she, actually. They, uh, both very good players and they, they moved to the same neighborhood, which is a little suspicious. There's a photo of them at uh, Canadian Nationals just looking longingly at each other. So, yeah, they'd be my pick. <laughs> what about you, Chris? Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, it's a bromance made in heaven. Uh, I'd say probably uh, Pat and Aaron. Uh, they're probably, oh, yes. uh, yeah, definitely uh, bro lovers. Um, I guess uh, Aaron's uh, from Perth. Uh, Pat's from uh, Wangaratta in country Victoria. He's just gone back now, actually. Um, but yeah, those guys were, uh, yeah, I actually met them. I uh, bumped a, a shared a room with them at the USAFL Nationals. Um, they were basically in the bed next to me. Um, I, you know, they were very, uh, very touchy-feely with each other. I didn't really <laughs> know much about them at that point. So I didn't ask questions, but uh, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no, just a uh, good old platonic friendship. Yeah, so Ed Dog's just sitting there just thinking about his uh, hetero life partner who's about to come over tonight. They haven't, haven't seen each other for a while and he's... he's I was waiting to mention that. <laughs> he's, he's getting excited. He's, he's excited to, to see his hetero life partner for the first time in a while. So it, he's, he's loving hearing that there's guys all around the world that are in similar bromances. So, um, well, that's uh, pretty much all from us. So it's been a pleasure chatting to you guys. Thanks a lot for joining us on your Friday night. Um, where can everyone go to find out more about the Montreal Demons and follow along with you guys as you try and get some more medals to <laughs> hang around your neck, Chris? Well, there's a few places they can find us on Facebook. Uh, they can find us on Instagram, uh, just simply uh, Montreal Demons uh, FC, I believe. Uh, and, you know, look, uh, if, they, if anyone uh, in your league or any of your listeners are in, ever come to Montreal or Canada and just want to swing through and have a kick, uh, by all means, you know, hit us up and, uh, you know, just uh, say hi. Uh, also, would like to put it out there. If, uh, there's a lot of uh, Australians who like to do the old working holiday in Canada, you know, for a year or so. They work in Whistler or Banff. Uh, if they want to come to Montreal, one of our sponsors, uh, they're always looking for people to work. Uh, it's a landscaping company. Uh, and the great thing about it is that... Uh, after so many hours worked, uh, they pay your, your membership fees for AFL Quebec. And they also provide some sort of a donation to the club too. So the win-win for everyone. And, you know, it's great, you know, just to get some, some sort of income uh, when you're working overseas. A lot of the Australians, when they come over, they don't speak French. It's a bit hard to get a job, but we can, you know, we can get them a job pretty quickly and uh, get them into the league and hanging out and, uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully help us win some more medals. Oh, awesome. That sounds fantastic. We have a few landscapers at our, our club, so we won't be sharing that too loudly because <laughs> we, uh, we're losing too many players to all these great things that all these international clubs are offering. So, well, yeah. It's we'll, really cool, though. Yeah, that's a fantastic uh, thing, and we, we will share it. Don't worry. <laughs> we, <laughs> we'll make sure everyone finds out about it, and hopefully you guys can uh, pick up some more players that come over and I've said it a few times to other clubs I spoke to. I know once uh, lockdowns and 
flights are opening back up and things like that, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people that'll be ready to bust out of Australia and head off to their favourite places. And I'm sure Montreal's high on uh, uh, many people's lists. Uh, but the same goes to you guys. If you're ever over back in Australia or in Australia um, and de- find yourself down in Melbourne, you can always, uh, or if any of your other players find themselves over here, that Edinburgh Reserve or the Cobra Pit is always welcome. A uh, place for anyone to come awesome. out here. Thanks for the offer, guys. Um, yeah, so thanks for joining uh, thanks us. Thanks for having us tonight. Or this morning, in your case. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for watching the Cobra Cast with the present VP. And if you need somebody to talk to, why not contact New Life Psychology in Berwick? They are now taking phone appointments. Or you could head to otlr.com.au for tips and info. And we are supporters of TAC's Towards Zero campaign. Head to towardszero.vic.gov.au for more info because zero is the only acceptable number. Hey Siri, play the Cobra cast with the present VP.